get ready for a no BS approach to health and fitness. This is NBS Fitness Radio. All right, what's up, everyone? We're back on NBS Fitness Radio. I am here with a, another business owner, a friend of mine, Nick Habish. Uh, Nick owns Sharp Bike Fitness down in Florida. He's got two locations down there. How long have you owned that gym, Nick? Uh, our first one has been open about nine years. Our second one is just at two years last month. Awesome. Very cool. Um, so Nick and I have known each other maybe two-ish years now mm-hmm. through the Tinker program. Uh, for Two Brands is our mentorship group. And I wanted to bring Nick on to talk about kind of habit formation because he recently went through 75 hard. And uh, a lot of people have questions about that. They've heard of it. And so I want to kind of get Nick's take on that, but then also some of the lessons he's learned from that, how he's applied it uh, to his life, or even just uh, how our listeners can apply some of those lessons to their lives. So say hello, Nick. Hello, Dave. And uh, kind of talk to us about what is 75 hard and why did you decide to do it? Yeah. uh, So 75 hard is a habit forming challenge, right? A lot of people think of it like a fitness or a nutrition challenge, but it's really not about those specifically. It's about, it's about habits and following habits and and sticking to them for, for a longer period of time. Right. Yeah. Um, I heard about it, you know, a couple of the people in our, in our network mentoring group were doing it. Uh, I think it's become real big in like the, uh, the entrepreneur realm over the last couple of years. Um, I think it probably has some like military background, which is why a lot of the, the entrepreneurs and especially in the fitness business, like doing it. Um, you, you pick a bunch of habits. It's got some predetermined, uh, you don't necessarily have to do those. Although I think that, that the intent is to do them, you know, you got to drink a gallon of water a day. You got to get two workouts in a day. They got to be 45 minutes each. Uh, you got to read 10 pages of a non-fitness book. You got to take a progress picture. You got to stick to some kind of diet plan. Yep. Um, you do that for 75 days and, and the goal is hundred percent adherence, no mistakes, no slip ups for the entire 75, yep. period, you know? What, uh, what triggered you to try it? What was, um, what attracted you to it? A couple of different things. You know, I'd, I'd heard a l- about a lot of other people doing it. Um, you know, I was in the military and, uh, in the military, people drink a lot, mm-hmm. probably more than the average person who wasn't in the military. Yeah. Um, and I, I was interested to see if I could go 75 days without drinking. Okay. Um, cause I'd only really ever done that when I was deployed, you know, right. um, at our, at one of our meetups that you and I go to, uh, quarterly, um, we were out one night and I was like, I'm not in great shape right now. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, great shape is relative obviously, but I was, I'm not in a shape that I would like to be in. So no, I, right. I kind of wanted to see if maybe I could jumpstart that a little bit. Gotcha. Um, and then I knew that, uh, members at our gyms were struggling with, uh, goals that were maybe unachievable or, or, or too big. Yeah. And they didn't really know how to get to them. Right. So I wanted to test this out and see like, did I think this would be a good prescription for my members? You know? Yeah. Okay. What, um, for you, what was the biggest challenge um, over the 75 days? Uh, yeah, honestly, uh, two, two things, I would say. Like, I'm in a rare boat, right? I, you know, I own gyms, yep. fitness, and, and health is kind of my life as yep. is. So some of them that might be harder for some people, I don't think were as hard for me, um, like the working out. Yep. But the, the, the allotting time to get a second workout in every single day, yeah. That was definitely challenging. Um, 
not doing the workout, just allotting the time for it. How often, yeah. um, how many days a week do you, would, were you training beforehand? I would say a minimum of five, yeah. more likely six or seven most weeks. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So you were, you were pretty regularly doing seven days a week of training. It was just yeah. not the second workout. Right. Exactly. That, that would, that's not abnormal at all for me to be doing seven days a week. Um, okay. But to allot the time for a second workout, and because as you know, being a business owner, we're busy, you know. Yeah. And um, you kind of set your schedule like I prioritize, I'm gonna get my workout in. But you're like, yep. crap, I gotta do a second one. I gotta find that, you know, get that time in. Yeah. Yeah, that was the trick, right? It was because, like you said, you prioritize a workout, and that, that's not been a problem for me for years, you know. Uh, but prioritizing an entire another, you know, it's 45 minutes of activity, but it's not actually 45 minutes. It's you know, 15 to 30 minutes of travel to wherever you have to be to do your activity. And yeah. then the other side of that, the getting ready, the, all that yeah. stuff, you know? Right. Right. Um, and then reading, honestly, reading was hard for me. I really enjoy reading though. I, I, I was a nerd growing up my entire life. I loved reading, uh, but getting the pages done. That was the one thing that I couldn't seem to like schedule in okay. easily, you know? So it would happen at nine o'clock at night after a long day. Gotcha. Okay. So you were like, you get to the end of the day and be like, oh, gosh, I got to read this thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, were any of them, how was the not drinking? Was that uh, honestly, difficult or, or not? No, it was totally fine. Um, I, I, I believed that it would be fine, but I, I hadn't really experienced it. So, no. I, you know, I could have been wrong. Um, I went out to bars with friends a couple of times. I went out to dinner with friends. It never ended up being a challenge. I like, just selfishly, I was really happy to learn that, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's good. What, um, what were some of the kind of physical changes that you felt and what kind of go physical, mental, you know, uh, changes through that 75 days? Yeah. The, at the beginning doing two a days was challenging. Okay. Um, we had a test group of 12 of us at my gym. That, so 12 of y'all decided to do it together. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we, we were testing it out together, um, mostly for, for everybody else's goals. We were just kind of trying to see what would happen if we had a lot of people do this and what the adherence rate would be and what the fallout rate would be, you know? Um, what was it? Only one person made it to the end, and it wasn't me. So. Oh, you didn't make it 75 days? No, 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 no. I, I, uh, I made it 68 and stopped. What would, <laughs> yeah, uh, what, what knocked you off? Uh, an, an absolute an absolutely pre-planned trip. I knew going into it, I probably would not make 75 days. Gotcha. So you went to a trip and like, it was a concert, right? It was, it was a concert. Yeah. So like, a, I'm going to go enjoy this. Yeah. Okay. 100%. So for full transparency, I made it 74 of 75 days. So um, you, you did the concert the next day you went back to your yep. habits. Okay. Yep, sure did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but, but like physically at the beginning, um, doing two days, uh, I hadn't done that in many years. Uh, yeah. that, that just beat my body up a little bit. A lot of our, a lot of our, uh, test group, I had to convince to stop doing two like workouts a day. Yeah. Make it like go on a walk. Right. Exactly. They, and I think the intent or the, the, uh, the misunderstanding was people felt like I have to go as hard as possible two times a day. And I remember yeah. telling people like, you cannot do that. You yeah. will not be able to maintain this, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was, that was real for everybody. The, uh, the eating well and the not drinking, I noticed almost immediately, like, like two weeks in, I could feel, like my, my, my lungs felt better. My, my cardio felt better. Um, my sleep was better. All of those were better almost immediately. Yeah. Um, did your body adapt to the two a days? Like, uh, after the fact, did you find like your recovery improved or did you get to a point where you're like, I'm, my joints are just killing me. Like, what, like, did you 
did you adapt or did you just kind of keep digging a hole? <laughs> yeah. So I, I was concerned about that. Right. Um, but I, I'm lucky in that my time in the military taught me like, you know, you can do a lot more than you really think you can physically. Yeah. Right. Um, and no, I adapted pretty well. I, I, I adopted like rocking pretty yeah, yeah. much every day. Okay. Um, and I would alternate between having a pack or having my weight vest so that it wasn't always the same stimulus. And I would modulate my, my intensity a little bit. Some days I would go a little bit harder. Some days yeah. were, you know, a breathing heavy kind of walk. Um, yeah. got, got to the point actually where I was able to add a pretty significant amount of load. Like my weight vest is 45 pounds now instead of 20. Nice. Um, and that, that was really nice too, because my body felt okay after probably week two, yeah. you know, that just felt normal at that point. Um, yeah. but then like, I got a ton of mental benefit from those, those lower intensity, longer duration exercise sessions, like the rocking, you know, like how so like what was the mental benefit? Uh, a lot more clarity. I got time to, to think about things that I, nobody else could really influence that time. Right. What? So, um, I got to listen to more podcasts. I got to listen to more books than I, than I had in a while. Um, I took a lot of zoom meetings with guys like you and, and other people that I, you know, that I trust in my network that I maybe would have said I didn't have time for. Yeah. So I took like zoom meetings or phone calls with people that I, I wanted to connect with. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the times, honestly, I just was in my own head, yeah. which I don't spend much time doing, which is fantastic. You know? Yeah, I, I uh, started implementing um, some morning workouts. I, I, I do one of our one of our classes every Monday through Friday, and I started implementing some some morning workouts. And three of those workouts are like I do like foot yoga, and then I do some type of like zone two easy cardio. Mm-hmm. And one of them every week is a ruck. And um, they're just there's definitely a mental state it it puts me in during and afterwards, where like I'm outside. Um, I'm distractionless, you know, um, and it just like calms me down, gives me clarity, like sets me up well for the day. Um, I can tell a, a, a definite difference in how I, um, and how I feel. I don't feel like you, as you know, like as a business owner, a lot of times our days are just bam, 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 bam. They're 10 hours or eight hours of just something every hour on the hour. And so like that space of like, or just having space. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the space part. That's what it was. It was an yeah. intentional space out of these other things. And yeah. then what I thought was really cool is that almost became a forcing function because I'm like stealing an hour of my day. You know? Yeah. So, okay. If I'm going to, if I'm going to work eight to 10 more hours, they need to be much more productive than they would yeah. have been otherwise, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Uh, this morning I did, I've been doing, barefoot rucks oh really yeah and uh like and i'll do 10 to 15 minutes forward and 10 to 15 minutes backwards and so like i i do it at like 7 30 to 8 every morning which is usually when all my neighbors are going to work <laughs> so you're looking like an actual crazy person <laughs> yeah they just all drive by me i'm like i got i'm shirtless with the ruck on <laughs> barefoot walking backwards through their like through their grass uh, <laughs> just waving at him. They're like, this guy is a lunatic. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that's a fun part for me. Um I, I was uh, I was doing my rucks in the afternoon. So I would I would do my workout in the morning because like you, I work out in one of our classes like yeah. every day. Um and I would do my my class workout in the morning and then my like mid-afternoon. So the yeah. hottest part of the day. I live in Southwest Florida, be like a hundred degrees out in the sun, me rucking. Um, and uh, man, something about that, like that embracing the suck feeling, you know, like this kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, it, it built like a, like a physical and mental toughness that I haven't felt for many years, you know? 
Yeah, I think um, for myself, I've, I've been doing the sauna almost every day. Um, and there's a, there is a definite physical adaptation and mental adaptation to the heat. Like, yeah, yes, yeah, being in the heat regularly changes how you a, a, a approach heat. So, like, <clears throat> I was like, I'm aware it's hot, but I don't have that mental, like, oh my God, it's so hot. Like, what am mm -hmm. I going to do? Like, yeah, right. You just shut down. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm like, I see a lot of people, I can just see it in their faces. Like, <laughs> it was like yesterday, it's 90 six or whatever it is here and we had like a run outside and you just see it in people's faces like the heat was just crushing their souls and um and i just I was like i recognize exposing myself to that heat on a regular basis i don't have the same emotional response to the heat like physically i'm still sweating and it's hot yeah on that note we you know we work out regularly outside uh, here just because the gyms are one of my gyms is not air conditioned and yeah. um I like to drag my stuff out and literally work out in the sun. And I usually trick one or two of my friends into doing it. With <laughs> um, and not, and these people are generally fitter than I am. Uh, but the adaptation of like knowing the feeling of the sun, yeah. we're half, we're halfway through a workout. They're sitting down and I'm still yeah. going and you, you can see that there's a big change there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 um, like you said, it, it builds a level of, of confidence. Mm -hmm that I got it. I didn't appreciate it until I, until I started doing it. Cause I was like in the same boat and like, yeah, this heat sucks. How are we going to do this? You know, that kind of stuff. And then once you've exposed yourself to that discomfort, it has less of an emotional impact on you. Yeah. I agree with that. You know, just do a little bit of hard stuff each day. It's like the ice water theory, right? Like just do a little bit of hard stuff each day. And all of a sudden it doesn't feel as hard. Yeah. Um, so coming out of uh, 75 hard, what were kind of your biggest takeaways? Like, will you continue to do pieces of it? Like, well, how will you kind of, how does that impact you going forward? Yeah. Um, so there was, there was ton, tons to learn. Right. Um, one thing like I stopped doing two a days almost immediately. Yeah. Um, honestly, from a time perspective, not yeah. so much a physical perspective, but a time perspective it became very hard to keep doing that. Yeah. Um, I would say I do two a days, two to three times a week now. Okay. Um, and do you do kind of the same, uh, harder class workout and then like ruck? Or are you doing like yeah. two? Work? Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe like a light jog or something like that, or take, okay. honestly, taking my dogs out and, and pushing them till they want to pass out. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I know yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> the tortoises can't be walked yet. They're still too small, but <laughs> <laughs> in about 20 years, you'll see me walking them. Awesome. Uh, um, I kept that, um, eating. I went, I went through kind of a bad, like dip. I went right back and eating like crap again. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I fixed that. I got it back order, but it definitely happened in the same way that like a fad diet does, you know, did, um, how are you eating beforehand? Okay. You know, like probably for, for like average American eating probably pretty good, but for a person who works in the fitness space, not very good. Okay. You know? Um, okay. gotcha. So, so I just kind of like, what diet did you end up doing? So I, I ordered meals. I have a meal service that, yeah. that delivers to my house. I'm lucky enough to be sponsored through them with the Florida Grid League. And um, I, I just said, this is what I eat, you know? Yeah. I, it, was, it was super high protein, super low carb. Uh, not super, That's not true. Not super low carb. Yeah. Super low carb compared to like fast food. You're, um, you're, you're doing like clean eating. Yeah. Right. With like balanced yeah. macros, basically. Yeah. And not, not obsessed. And my yeah. one rule I had was uh, I could eat one shitty meal per week. Okay. 
it was okay to do that. Like that was not, that was part of the plan I set forward. It was okay to do that. That did not mess up my numbers. So. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. So kind of you afterwards got a little fall off for nutrition. Mm -hmm. you, like I imagine you physically like felt that pretty, pretty quickly. Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, I mean, honestly, you know, I drank a whole bunch, uh, on that, that one day, you know, yeah. I said that I broke it at day 68. Um, I thought I was dying the next day. <laughs> I, I, I'm 34 years old. I've never been that hungover in my entire life. Um, <laughs> that made me think like, Hey, do I really want to go back to drinking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that definitely put that in my head for a second. Yeah. Um, so the eating fell off, but it came back on. It was fine. Um, I, I would, I would say that I'm in a very, much more realistic mindset on eating right now than I was then. Um, the two days, like I said, those dropped off. Um, the reading I stopped almost immediately, but I definitely picked up my intake of audiobooks again. So okay. I was like, I was not listening to books as much as I'd like to, because I was trying to force myself to physically read them. Yeah. Um, I just don't like that means of consumption as much. So I, I, I've actually upped my book intake. It's just more audible. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I stopped the progress pictures. Um, you know, I got some thoughts on, on some, on that being pretty unhealthy for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, it, it didn't affect me emotionally, but I've worked with enough people in the gym space to know that like, that's not good for most people. Um, yeah. Yeah. What about the water? Oh, that's great, man. I keep literally, that was easy. That I, because I live in Florida, I would say that that was the easiest of the things. And it also I have to do this to not die. <laughs> yeah. You know, my, my bigger of my two gyms, it could be a hundred degrees in there while we're coaching, you know, and you're uh, just wet. If you've been to South Florida, it's yeah. like being in the water at all times. <laughs> Um, so I, I actually upped mine to 150 at about week two of okay. the challenge instead of the 128. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I'm probably hitting that by 6 PM every day. No problem. You know? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Talk to me about the, about the, the progress photo. Cause I was talking to one of my coaches who did 75 hard yesterday and, you know, I was kind of like that from a, for, for, the, for me, for doing a progress photo, it would just be more of like a task that I uh, take a picture. Like I, 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 it wouldn't be that impactful to me. It's not something I so much care about. Right. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's, uh, but what I do do is I do weigh every day and do the in body once a week. And I, I do it more as like just having some type of data point to kind of keep me within, within the rails. Right. Mm -hmm. If I see like, I'm creeping up a little too much or I've gone one way or another. It's like, it's more just of a, a tracking piece of data. So I can say, yeah, okay, what I'm doing is working or no, what I'm doing is not working. And I, and I need to switch it. So what are you like, but for me, like having objective data, like a weight on a scale or in body, that's, that's helpful for me. The subjective data of the, of the, picture would be somewhat kind of irrelevant. So what are your kind of thoughts on the, on the progress picture? Yeah. So I, I, I did it. I took the pictures every day. Um, the, there was a significant difference in my first month, right? Like a, a significant difference. Uh, I was in bad, I was in bad shape and I all of a sudden was not in bad shape, you know? Um, I also did what you did. I, I embodied, we embodied every two weeks, um, for that test group that we had. Yep. Uh, I think that was really helpful because everybody in our test group who kept even like close to like an 80% adherence saw a very noticeable visual difference. Yeah. Um, was that motivating? I mean, when you saw you're like, 
Yes. Okay. Now I'm, or like how did yeah. it impact you? Yeah. It definitely motivated me after the fact it wasn't motivating during. Right. Okay. And I think that that, that's kind of what I, what I was getting at earlier, where I think it maybe isn't super healthy for a lot of people, or I shouldn't even say healthy, maybe not super beneficial for a lot of people. Right. Because, because we don't see it every, you know, if you watch, if you look at it daily, you don't see the change. Yeah. Um, but me looking back, say from my day one to my day 28, that was super motivating. That was like, okay, cool. This is working. I want to continue to do what I'm doing here. Um, okay. the in body was, it had the same effect, right? It, uh, I did every two weeks and I, I think I was telling you, I dropped, uh, almost 14 pounds altogether. Right. But I gained like six pounds of muscle in the process too. Dang. And I, yeah. went, I went from like 15, almost 15% body fat to 10, which is yeah. the lowest I've ever been in my entire life, you know? Yeah. Um, including my time in the army and uh, I'm much, much larger now than when I was in the army. So I feel like that's a pretty good time. We've talked about that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the pictures for me were, were a motivator, uh, but they were a lagging indicator, you know, it was like the effect had already happened. It didn't motivate me in any way to take them. It was just like a check the box. I know this is one of the steps I have to do. Yeah. Um, I can speak to a challenge we did recently where we, we, we'll talk more about that in a second, but the, the, it was a major emotional, uh, negative for a ton of our members was taking mm-hmm. the pictures. You know? Even so, let me ask you this: Was it an, like was the was it emotional negative from taking just the first picture and being like, I now have to just actually see myself with clothes off here, or did it then did it did it reverse at the end when they saw the changes, or like like what was the whole yeah so, emotional response? Right, like what I think was cool, cool and not cool, cool that initial emotional negative, I think is super strong. Yeah. It's, it's valuable, you know, because yeah. we're human beings. We have a tendency to lie to ourselves about where we're at, you know, yeah. um, because it's uncomfortable to admit that maybe we're not at a place we'd like to be at. Right. Yeah. Um, and like, I had that effect. I took the, I took my first picture and I was like, ah, fuck. All right. That's, that's not what I would put on my, uh, my Tinder profile back in the <laughs> early 2000s. Like I wouldn't be super proud of that one, you know? Um, right. But like, I think that's the helpful, that's valuable. You know, yeah. I think the big problem is that understandably a lot of people that go to our gyms don't have perspective on like how long change actually takes, you know? Yeah. So if you look at Instagram, people lost 25 pounds in two days and somehow their butt <laughs> got bigger, but their stomach got smaller, you know, like, yeah. and we know that that's not true. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think people can tell themselves whatever they want to tell themselves. If you see the picture every day and it's not making change, that might start to elicit a negative response rather than a, a positive or a neutral response, you know? And we definitely noticed that, especially with our female clients. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. How was, how did having like a group of people to do it with impact you? Like, do you think it was powerful to have a level of um, camaraderie and accountability um, or do you think it's better to just kind of be one of those things where like, do you think it's better to tell people I'm doing 75 hard and have people to do it with you uh, to tell people well, I'm doing 75 hard and do it by yourself or to just to suffer in silence and just at the end be like, yeah, I did 75 hard. <laughs> yeah. I would not do that last way. I would not recommend that to anybody. Okay. I would not recommend you do this on your own. This is definitely a communal thing. Okay. Um, like I said, we started with that group of 12 at the beginning. It, it you know, it dropped off pretty quickly. Um, it was down to about six of us by probably about week three. Did um, any, I mean, the whole idea behind 75 hard is like you either do it or you don't. Um, did they jump back on and like restart it? Or were they just like, man, not for me, I'm done. Not definitely not restart it. It was like, it became very like sporadic, you know, Oh, I'm going for my second workout. Meanwhile, like the rest of us know, like 
you haven't you're done that for two it. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, it got and then it got down to three of us probably after month one. Yeah. Okay. So from that group of twelve down to about three. Um, okay. One person had some health conditions, so they of the three that was in that group, so she more than sporadic that's not fair to say but definitely not habitually like you're supposed to so then it was basically just two of us yeah um and you know he was the one who finished like i said not me um he had significant body change but even the people that were like half-assing it yeah having them in the group we had a, we had a, a group text and then we had a shared google sheet where we were keeping each other accountable um that was super valuable because okay. you know, you're like, if you have a moment where you're like, do I really want to go for my second workout? And you go on there and you see that Ryan has done his already. And you're like, there's a Google sheet like you're checking right. off your, your task yeah. for 75 days. Okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. I, and I selfishly, I wanted that, right. Because I, like, I knew that I'd be breaking one day, you yeah. know, and I kind of wanted to see, because I wanted to be able to tell my members, like, it's not that big a deal. If you miss a day, you know, I rocked 98% adherence over a two and a half month period. I yeah. got significant physical, emotional, visual results. Like yeah. it's okay. You know, yeah, there's like, it doesn't have to be this all or none approach. Like, right. Right. If you fall off a little bit, just get back on the wagon. You'd be all right. Exactly. Yeah. What, um, okay. So then who is 75 hard for, and who is it not for? Like, who would you say like, yeah, you should try it. And like, maybe that's not the first step for you. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if, I, if I'm going to be completely transparent, I think it's not for most people. And when I, and I don't say most, I mean like 95% of people should not do 75 hard, right? Like, um, I I think it is, it's, if you're someone who's sitting on a couch and like doesn't work out regularly and doesn't have some measure of control over your diet and drinks more Coke than water, right? I think this is like a bad idea yeah. for most people, you know? And I, I, like, I know some, I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. Like we, we, you and I have a mutual friend who will probably get really mad that I said this, but like, <laughs> um, it's just too drastic a change for most people. You know, it's too drastic. It's just setting people up for failure. I think yeah. like there is the rare person who fits all those parameters who will commit fully yeah. and will see unbelievable results. Yeah. But like, you know, there's also people who are alcoholics who stop drinking cold turkey, but most don't. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I would say it's not for most of those people, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. The, um, it's, it might work. It's just if we're, if we're, if we're going to bet, if you're that person who has none of these habits in place, it's probably going to cause a rebound. <laughs> Yeah, that's like what I think. Probably not sure. going to fall back and go, um, you know what? I, I wasn't working out two days. Away. You know, I fell off, but then I, I kept on working out one day and you know, I was tracking my macros and I kind of fell off, but now I'm, I'm eating healthy. It's like, you're probably going to fall off completely off the wagon, which is, yeah. Um, which to me, I was like, I said, like physically, that's not good, but mentally that becomes a loss. And like, you just kind of map, then we can have fine identity as like the person who can't do things. Yeah, exactly. Right. You would, you adopt that, that failure mentality. And it's yeah. like, you're not a failure because you forgot to read 10 pages one day or because you ate a cheeseburger by accident, like yeah. when you shouldn't have or something, you know? Yeah. And I think it's like, yeah, setting someone up with a more realistic standard of like, Hey, like we need to be more on than not. And we're, we're working towards improving this number. Mm-hmm. But, um, but the response to, I had a cheeseburger isn't, 
screw it, I'm only going to eat cheeseburgers from here on out. You know, which is what it, what's, what happens with most like fat or name diets. You know, right. you, you're sticking to something, and the one time you mess up, you go, "Well, I suck now. I can just do whatever I want again." You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the uh, the other person I know who, who did it, they they had a good point. Was that is they were like, "Don't they were like, don't think of it as a weight loss or physique change. Mm-hmm. Like if that's kind of your framework behind it, you're probably going to fail." They were saying, like, think of it as a mental toughness challenge. The whole purpose of it is to build habits and to develop mental toughness. And so, like, if you're looking for a challenge mentally, then you're probably set up well to kind of take this on. But if you're, if you're like, ah, I'd like to, I'm looking to just start exercising and eating right, or I'd like to lose 20 pounds, like 75 hard is not the... <laughs> not the program for you to jump on. Yeah, I, I agree with that completely. The, the challenge part and like the one guy in our group, Ryan, who finished, you could tell that that's what he cared about. Yeah. It was a challenge to him to, to, yeah. to finish it. So we, we, you, our test group, like I said, one of the goals of the test group was like, do we, is this something we want to push to our members? Is this something we can find beneficial? You know, we agreed objectively 100% no. No, like, yeah. that's not what we should do. But we said, okay, we, we had like an AAR and after action review, we sat down um, at around, day like 30 for us and we said okay what what do we feel what, what have we taken from this that's a positive what are we taking that's a negative um we decided that like we can take portions of this and make it really valuable for the average person yeah um so that's what we did we, we created a challenge called 28 strong okay we changed it from 75 days to 28 days because that's a much more manageable number of yeah. days for for the average person um and then we we evaluated the parameters of 75 hard. We said, what of these are valuable to our people and what are not, you know, um, across what, the board, our whole group. Right? Yeah. Across the board, our whole group hated the reading, you know, okay. <laughs> um, and like, honestly, some of the people in the group are not readers. The rest of us were, and we still were just like, we don't enjoy, we don't, we're not gaining any value from the time being put into this one, you know? Well, uh, let me ask you this. Cause like for those people who were readers, like, was it, how did they, why did they not, enjoy to find value in it. Cause like I, I read, I mean, almost every single night. Okay. Mm. Probably once a month, I don't read at night. Um, and so I'm trying to like, it, and so I would consider myself a reader. So when I look at the, the reading challenge, I'm like, oh, all right, do that. So that, that one's easy. Like, why, why was their takeaway? They, they didn't find value in it. Well, like I said, a bunch of people just like weren't readers. So that, that like, <laughs> we can understand why they didn't enjoy that part. But those of us who do like to read, most of us have just adapted to consuming media in other ways, you know? Okay. Um, so it was more like, I don't want to, I like, I like listening to books or I like intaking information. I just don't want to sit here like with a physical book and turn pages. Yeah. Like, so for, for example, for like Katie, or my RCOO and me, you know, we like to listen to books on tape Yeah. and I'll listen, I'll listen to hours of books on tape in a day. Yeah. Reading 10 pages so that I could ensure I got my 10 pages. Yeah, making yeah. sure I still had a book for tomorrow was like an unenjoyable way to, to okay. consume that media, you know? Okay. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And we, and we also, we also realized that like for most of our members, that wasn't an important goal to them. Yeah. Know? What's it? Yeah. They're not coming to you to. Yeah. To get better yeah, at reading. reading they're, right. <laughs> they're, they're, they're here for personal development for sure, but like they want to frame it in a certain lens. So we're doing that. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so we did that. We, we took the, the one, I'm sorry, the two 45 minute, exercises we dropped oh. it down to one um but every day 
every day. Just you, you get an activity every day. And we okay. made sure they understood that walking counted as that, yoga counted as that. Like if you can get moving, it's a win. It just has to be a duration, you know? Okay, very cool. Um, we did for some of our members uh, in their individual meetings before the challenge, up that to two. But that was like a very rare group, you know? Yeah, two, a day, two workouts a day. Yeah, those were people who were already hitting five to seven days a week anyway, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, we kept, we kept the diet plan. We said, um, all we're going to do is we're going to track one nutritional goal, you know? Okay. So for some people that was like, don't go to Burger King. For okay. some people that was eat X amount of protein per day, you know? Um, and it was very specific for some people. It was like, don't eat candy. Like it was, and I hate to use don'ts, right. But it was like super specific to the person. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, it's okay if we make some other negative decisions, as long as we don't make this one. Gotcha. So we're working with that habit mindset versus like that diet mindset. Yeah. Um, we did do the progress pictures. Like I said, that was pretty much hated across the board, especially by our female members. How would you change that? Um, before and after progress pick, would you do a weekly? Would you I think do- pro- probably, probably weekly. Um, although it kind of goes against the idea of doing it every single day. Right. Know. You know, would it be better to do like a, a way in every day or does that say, have the same negative impact? I think it has more of a negative impact actually okay. um, because you know, it's 2022 and we can't change what people have been ingrained in by now, you know? Yeah. yeah. And especially our female members have been ingrained with this, this terrible unhealthy idea that like all that matters is the number on the scale. You know? Yeah. And like, we gotta, you know, it's going to take some time to help everybody understand that that's not true. But if you're, if you can see abs when you couldn't see abs two months ago, but you weigh the same number, right. Like you and I, you and I can speak to this, you know, we're oh, yeah. large dudes. Yeah. Our weight number doesn't change very much, but our visual yeah. will very often. Yeah. I can give an example to that. So my fiance, she, uh, did the, she was doing the in-body as well throughout the process. And she didn't see as big a change on the in-body as she was like hoping for mm-hmm. visually massive change. Yeah. So had she not taken the pictures, she may have incorrectly viewed this as like a loss. Right. You know? Yeah. Instead, it was a very obvious win visually. Yeah. And then that pushed her motivation to keep doing it afterwards, you know? Oh, right. Um, so some of our, our members did do that. Uh, okay. e- even though they kind of complained about the pictures, yeah, yeah, yeah. they definitely didn't love it. Yeah. They were happy with the results afterwards, you know? Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, and I will say that like the most important thing from that challenge, the most important thing was we really wanted all of our members to know like, if you mess up, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't fall off the wagon. It's okay. You know, um, and we, how do you balance that with like the goal of this is to build is to stick to it every day. So like, how do you, how do you balance that communication of like, Hey, the challenge here is to do this every day and to, to learn to commit to something while also being like, I don't want you to again, revert back to, to negative self-talk and falling off the wagon. If you do mess up. Yeah, I'm actually really proud of how we did that. So we the, the challenge was primarily run by our two nutrition coaches, uh, Katie and Emily, and then I was like a third helping. So I want to make sure I give them most of the credit. But um, what we tried to preach right from the beginning was like, if you can get to 80% adherence over these 28 days, you've done a fantastic job, right? So we, we kept that same Google Sheet idea because it worked really well for our test group. Yep. So you could, you could go to anybody's page and see how they were doing. Okay. You know? um, and then, you know, we had an, an algorithm that showed just a, you know, a simple formula of where you were adherence wise. Yeah. And if you could maintain 80 over this 28 days, like I said, I, I promise you, you will see and feel results, you know? Um, and I only felt confident saying I promise because we had just done the test group, you know? Right. Right. Um, 
And I mean, by the time we were done, 100% true. If you saw 80% next to that person's name at the end, there was a visual difference. Yeah. If you got past 80%, you were probably at like 20%. Okay. There wasn't a whole lot of 50s, you know? Yeah, it was everyone like was either like pretty on or not. Yeah. And and honestly, like I'm super proud of that because what was I the percentage, do you think? Of of the people who made that 80% adherence? Mm-hmm. Uh like probably like 75%. Okay. So most three-fourths of the people made yeah. were able to stick to it. Yeah, exactly. And then like I said, the people who didn't didn't get a 76%. You know, they they got 20, they got 10, yeah. or they got zero, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that really matches what we were talking about, right? Like, like I personally think it's an, an unhealthy mindset to expect somebody to get hundred percent adherence to anything at all times, you know, yeah. that's not like a livable way to be right. Um, 80 is pretty damn good. And it's yeah. way better than most of the people we know on a daily basis, you know? Yeah. And, and I also think like, um, it's, it's to the population you're talking to, it's like, we, you know, I would expect. I would ex- expect our mutual friend, you need, you better hit a hundred percent, but you've got years of discipline in your life. I mean, you've got right. decades of discipline, like then, then the gap between like your normal life and a hundred percent, not that big of a gap. Mm-hmm. If this is something that you're just, that you're new at, or you, you struggle with over time, it's like, that gap between what your current life is and 80 is a more reasonable jump to than to try to go from that to a hundred. Cause you Absolutely. might be at Absolutely. 0% adherence currently. So, you know, forward move progress is, is forward progress. It, it really is. Right. And like, that's, you know, I'm not telling you anything new, but to anyone listening to us, right. Like that's one of the struggles we have as coaches, right. Is people expect so much progress and unrealistic amount of progress but you can't get to 10 without getting to six first, you know, right. like it's yeah. super, super important. Were there any other habits that you, that you implemented with the group from 75 hard water? Um, you know, so I, like we had, okay. So I'll say that our test group and then using 28 strong, we, we've, we've adapted that into our, all of our nutrition coaching, all of our health mentorships, honestly, a lot of our one-on-one coaching as well. Um, I, if there was an easier way to implement it to groups, I would do that too. You know, um, everyone open up. I'm just spray water in your mouth. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the football, ho- the football host thing. Everyone come by and drink out the hose. I wish we, I wish we could do that as hot as it is here. Um, I started keeping a tracker going. So, it, you know, I finished this in May and it's now July. I have a tracker going that I follow and I've implemented like different things. So for example, squatting kind of feels like crap for me. Right. I've, I've, poor hips and ankles. So squatting is not a super fun thing for me. So something I implemented about halfway through was three minutes of sitting in the bottom of a squat, you know? Yeah. yeah. So we, we take that idea, like, what is your goal? What do you want to get better at? We said, okay, let's stick to it for a long period of time and let's create adherence. Yeah. I mean, we, any goal we want, we can do that. Our 90 day sprints in our, you know, our business running is no different than that. Right. right. Um, so we basically just adopted that mentality for all of our nutrition coaching and our one-on-ones. Uh, and then do you find that the 28 day is like kind of that, that one month period is like, that's a sweet spot for people for new people. Absolutely. You okay. know? Because like you said, if you have 10 years of, of experience in habit building and, and, and adherence and following then like 28 days probably isn't a big deal, you know, but if, it, you know, if in a weekend you grab fast food six times, you know, to say, do this for six months, it's just like an unrealistic ask, you know, right. that's, it's, it's like, Climb Mount Everest before you walked up, you know, your, your local hill. 
Yeah. Right. You know, and like, I, I know that Instagram will tell you that you should do that, but like coming from somebody who works with hundreds of people, you shouldn't do that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so like, what are some key takeaways that, that you've learned from doing this yourself and implementing it with your clients when it comes to like building habits? So maybe like one question would be like, how many new habits is too many to try to take on? Dude, that's a great question. That's a great question, right? I think that's one of the benefits of 75 hard and, and our version 28 strong is that the habit number was small, Yeah. right? So I noticed as I tried to implement new habits that eventually the number became too big. Yeah. So when I got to about nine, meaning like extra things I'd added on, that's yeah. when I was like, wait, what am I supposed to be doing again? Yeah. yeah. You know, it'd be 10 o'clock at night and I'd be doing Ramwad for 15 minutes in a, in a room by myself. And I'd be like, do I really want to do this? Is this, you know, is this too many of them? Like that kind of thing. Right. Um, so limiting the number of goals to a manageable number, right? What, what would you consider as a manageable number? I'd say like, like five to seven. Okay. You know, um, because you, then you can literally just remember them. It's not like, oh yeah, what was I supposed to be doing today? Where's my task list? Yeah. Right. You know, you can remember that many, you know, um, and maybe that's not the case for everybody. Three yeah. might be better for some people, you know? No. Um, I think just like, it was really enlightening speaking to so many of our members about, especially ones who I thought, I don't want to say thought, I projected were a little more experienced than they were. Mm -hmm. And seeing honestly, the unrealistic goals they'd set for themselves. Yeah. You know, and I'm talking about people who've been training for years. Where, where I thought they maybe had a little bit more of an understanding of like how long things do take or like what is realistic in a 28 day period. Or, you know, if somebody, you know, somebody wants to get muscle ups, but they don't have strict pull-ups yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like making sure they understand like, Hey man, there's, we're not going to go from one strict pull-up to a muscle up man. there's like yeah. levels here, you know? Uh, That's, so this uh, I was going to say like for myself, like so I recently hit a, hit a goal, which was doing like 12 handstand pushups, which on the level method is like the last handstand pushup level. Mm -hmm. And it took me a year. I did my first handstand pushup last year and it took me a year. And like, I'm talking training it three times a week, every week. Now there was like a four month period there. I got like an injury and I had to pull off of it, but like mm -hmm. it took me a, a freaking year uh, to say, I'm like, you know, that was from one to 12. Yeah. You know? So yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So yeah. When people like, you know, they think they'll, they'll, I think that a lot of times they're used to like beginner progress and they, you know, oh, I went from doing, um, I went from doing, wasn't able to jump rope to now I can do 20, um, double unders. It's like, that's a huge amount of progress, but understand that that progress is a easier progress than to make than from going to 20 to a hundred. Yeah. Or, or 20 to 30. Yeah. You know, like, like, like yeah, every yeah. progressive improvement takes more time. It is not a linear yeah. progression. It's a, you know, um, it, it, it takes longer time and, and more work to make every extra uh, point of progress forward. Yeah. That, so that idea, right. I think that was really helpful for me and our nutrition coaches, right. Because everybody, when they come, not everybody, a lot of people when they come in have like super unrealistic, uh, especially like body goals, you know, yeah. 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 Not, you know, not that they're, the goals are unrealistic, just the parameters of those goals are unrealistic. Yeah. The Their time, time frame is. Yeah. Um, so I think that was super helpful for us to just kind of like be hit with that in the face again, you know? Yeah. Um, I have a, I have and, a joke that I say, you know how long it takes to look like you've been training for 10 years? 10 years. <laughs> 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> so usually I yeah. just was like, ah, you know, like 
I want to have abs by the, by, by, by summertime. Like it's March. Like <laughs> it may take, may take years more than it's going to take months, you know? So, yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, having, having a reasonable amount of goals, mm-hmm. having a reasonable time frame to achieve those or choosing reasonable goals within the time frame that you've set to like continue those habits. Yeah. And that one specifically, right? Like I don't expect people to generally know that, you know, yeah. like that's why our businesses exist. Yeah. That's where we, we as experts can come in and say like, eh, here's a more reasonable goal within that time frame. Yep. Exactly. What about, um, what about how to maintain those habits after the fat versus like, like, I used to be into bodybuilding a bit and every single girl I saw that did a bikini show blew up 40 pounds after, after the fact, because it was like, they were, they were, they went to the extreme and then they were released. And then they went from eating, eating like very strict to just completely binging. So how do you like work to maintain those habits afterwards to make sure it's not just like, Hey, I did it for 28 days. And then after that, you just threw it out the window. Like they're actually maintainable life habits that you continue with. Yeah. I think that's really important. I remember, you do remember when whole 30 was getting real big. Yep. Yeah. Like we would see that too. We, we tried that at the gym a couple of times, many, many years ago. And the same thing would happen. The moment whole 30 was done, it was cheeseburgers and milkshakes, you know, <laughs> for, for every meal, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, which is fine if that's what you want to do, you know, but like, obviously that doesn't meet the goals you set because you weren't doing it a month ago. Right. Um, I think the really important part about that is setting realistic goals. So like for me, for 75 hard, everybody kept asking me like, what's your diet plan? And I was like, I eat the meals I ordered and I can have a shitty meal every week. Yeah. Now, like for me, that was not super hard to do. I now could my results have been better if I picked a harder goal? Absolutely. I could have probably gotten to the point of having like a six pack throughout it. If I had been much more rigorous about my, my eating habits. Right. Yeah. But I, I knew enough about me and I had enough perspective to know that I would never follow that. Yeah. So I'd be setting myself up for failure. And then afterwards, like even let's say I somehow did that for 75 days, I would have fallen off hard afterwards. Yeah. Instead, I just picked something that I was pretty sure I could do. That was maybe a little bit more challenging than I'd like. Yeah. I, I would say the really, the really important word is realistic. Yeah. Um, and I stuck with that realistic thing and I continue that realistic thing afterwards, you know? Yeah. So maybe that's kind of all encompassed in in like making wise decisions about what Mm -hmm. those habits are. Uh, And and so the goal is that after 28 days, these are just kind of how you operate and you know, you're now, you're now not uh, trying to implement these new habits. It's like, I I chose a realistic habit that I want to implement for a long period of time. And I'm, I'm focusing and committing on it for 28 days with the idea and, 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 and belief that after this 28 days, they should be somewhat ingrained and easy. Like I've adapted my life to these habits that I'll maintain them after the 28 days. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Yeah. How did, how did your clients um, do with regards to like maintaining those habits? You, you know, they're, they're people with real lives, right? Like most of them don't work in the fitness industry. So they, they understandably are not surrounded outside of the gym with people trying to live these habits. Right. Yeah. So let's say we're probably about half and half with people keeping some of the habits yeah. and some not doing any of them, anymore, yeah. you know, um, which I honestly, I consider that a win yeah, yeah. because that means well, half just, of them are doing things now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, how often do you think it's, it's good to maybe like take on something like this? Like how often should someone kind of go, you know what, I'm going to try to 
put a new habit in, in place. Yeah. I mean like the 28 strong challenge itself, I've decided I'm going to do it two or three times a year okay. myself, you know, um, yeah. because it's a manageable number, it's a manageable amount of time. It doesn't yeah. upset my life drastically, you know? Yeah. And I saw visible, tangible results when I did it. So I'm happy with that. Um, you know, I think like anytime somebody has a goal, right. Is a great time to start doing this. Okay. Like whatever you want to work towards, set a parameter of goals that, that help push that forward and say, I'm going to stick to this every single day, you know? Um, do you think it's worthwhile to kind of like tell yourself, like, I'm going to do this at least once a year to keep myself from getting stagnant. And like, at least once a year, it's going to force me to kind of look at my habits and have purpose behind them and say, um, I need to, I'm probably, I need to change something or I need to add something. Like if I'm going to make progress in life, I, I can't just be doing the same things all the time. At some point I need to like push myself a little bit. So you think it's worth saying like, Hey, at least once a year, I'm going to use this as a, as a kind of a catalyst to self-improvement. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's what we're going to do at my gyms at least once okay. a year, you know? Cool. Um, and I would recommend that if nothing, like you said, if nothing else, then a jump start. you know, yeah. rock and roll, Nick. Yeah. Man, it's time to get uh, let you let you go. I appreciate you coming on the podcast, brother. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it, man. All right, NBS Fitness Radio out. Thank you for listening to NBS Fitness Radio. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends. Follow us on social media and check out our website at www.nbsfitness.net. Hit the subscribe button and tune in next time for more NBS Fitness Radio.